Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is Optimal Startup Daily, episode 524, You Should Throw Away Your Charts Full of Numbers. Here's why, by Ryan H. Law of ryanhlaw.com. And I'm Dan, I am your host and your narrator, reading to you each and every day from some of the very best blogs on entrepreneurship that we can find. And if you've been listening for a while and uh, there's a topic we still haven't covered here, you can let us know about that by visiting oldpodcast.com. We love to get input from you and hear from listeners. So again, that's oldpodcast.com, oldpodcast.com. With that, let's get right to our post for today from Ryan and start optimizing your life. You should throw away your charts full of numbers. Here's why, by Ryan H. Law of ryanhlaw.com. Imagine you're on a plane and someone sits down next to you and says, hey, I've got something interesting to show you. And they proceed to pull out a flip chart that shows stats about people in their church. Their flip chart shows that people in their church have half as much cancer, 35% less heart disease, they live five to six years longer than others, have a lower divorce rate and a higher happiness rate. Then they say to you, isn't that interesting? Do you want to join my church? While you might find these facts interesting, I doubt you're going to say, sure, sign me up. Most people would say something like, oh, no thanks, then quickly try to change the subject or get a different seat if they persisted. I served as a missionary for my church when I was 19 years old, and I assure you that we did not do missionary work this way. The numbers previously mentioned are actually true for members of my church, but never in my two years of service did I share those numbers because numbers don't convince anyone. What did I do instead? I shared my story. I shared my church's story. I spent time building on common ground and building trust, and I helped people make and keep commitments. However, when I started in the financial services business, I put together a binder with about 20 charts showing various numbers that I would pull out during every appointment. I had charts that showed the average return of the market, past returns for the main funds we used, the colorful chart that showed which asset classes outperformed others over the years, what happened if you missed the 10 best days in the market, and more. The fund prospectuses and brochures I would show clients were also full of numbers, past returns, alpha, beta, and standard deviation, just to name a few. I was sure that all of these numbers showed absolute proof that people should work with us. As financial planners, many of us are convinced that if we just show people the right numbers, they will see our brilliance and be convinced that they need to work with us. It doesn't work. Alpha, beta, standard deviation, past returns, and other numbers will not convince most people, just like numbers wouldn't convince you to join a church. Walter Chen of Data Hero said, The reality is that our decisions are not driven by data, 
They are informed by data and based on several variables beyond data, including intuition, past experiences, judgment, and context. End quote. Notice Chen's wording, informed by data. Our decisions are informed by data, not driven by data. In fact, according to Harvard Business School professor Gerald Zaltman, 95% of our purchase decisions take place unconsciously. Decisions made unconsciously are not driven by data. Michael D. Harris on Harvard Business Review said, quote, I'd argue that too often selling to Mr. Rational leads to analysis paralysis, especially for complex products or services, end quote. Let's be honest, financial services are complex products and services. There are a lot of moving parts, goals, present needs, college planning, retirement, tax considerations, asset allocation, diversification, estate planning, and more. If we appeal to the rational brain only, we won't make that connection with the client that we need. Financial services and working with clients should be informed by data, numbers, not be driven by data. Behavioral psychologist Susan Weinshank said, quote, if you want to really reach people, if you want to communicate with them, if you want to persuade them, you need to figure out how to talk to the unconscious part of their mind, end quote. So how do we talk to the unconscious part of their mind? Let's go back to Michael D. Harris in Harvard Business Review. Quote, if you want to influence how a customer feels about your product, provide an experience that creates the desired emotion. One of the best ways for a customer to experience your complex product is by sharing a vivid customer story. Research has shown that stories can activate the region of the brain that processes sights, sounds, tastes, and movement. Contrast this approach to a salesperson delivering a data dump in the form of an 85-slide PowerPoint presentation. End quote. Get rid of your 85-slide PowerPoint presentation and focus on stories. Contrast these two examples. One, Rob tries to sell life insurance by talking about insurability, the lower cost of buying when you're younger, the differences between term and whole life, and numbers showing probability of dying at various ages. Rob uses logic and tries to appeal to the rational brain. Rob's practice is driven by data. And two, Susan also sells life insurance, but she shares client stories. One story is about a client who wanted to quote-unquote think about it and got killed in an accident on vacation. His wife and children were left destitute and, in addition to grieving, lost their home. Another story is about a client who purchased insurance at a young age and ended up becoming uninsurable a few years later. Susan is appealing to emotion and the unconscious part of the mind by telling client stories. Susan eventually needs to use data, or numbers, to sell the insurance, but her clients will be informed by data, not driven by it. The unconscious mind will have made a decision based on client stories that speak to a desired emotional state. Is Susan being manipulative by sharing stories that evoke emotions? Harvard business professor Gerald Zaltman, who has studied and written in-depth about using emotion to reach customers, was asked this same question. Here is his response. Quote, All knowledge can be used in constructive, socially responsible ways just as it can be used harmfully. If we want the opportunity to use knowledge to benefit consumers, we shouldn't shy away from learning more about the inner workings of the human mind. This also runs the risk that some people might use that same knowledge in ways we consider inappropriate. End quote. If Susan believes in what she's selling and acts as a fiduciary, then she's not being manipulative. I eventually threw away my binder with all those charts and I started to think about financial services like my missionary service. Just like I did when I was a missionary, 
I focused on sharing my story, learning their story, spending time building on common ground and building trust, and helping people make and keep commitments. All of these things speak to the heart or emotions of the client. It's how we build trust and establish a connection. Action item. Write down a story that relates to one of the products or services you are selling. I keep a story notebook on Evernote where I keep track of stories. Writing them down makes it more likely you will remember it and use it. You just listened to the post titled, You Should Throw Away Your Charts Full of Numbers. Here's Why, by Ryan H. Law of ryanhlaw.com. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. And one of the things I really love about Indeed is that it filters out those incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com startup. So just go to indeed.com startup right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com startup. Terms and conditions apply. And thanks so much to Ryan, and uh, let me tell you a little bit more about him. His goal is to teach financial planners, coaches, and counselors how to use simple, evidence-based action steps to provide outstanding client care. He received his bachelor's degree from Utah State University in family finance, and after graduation, he worked in the financial planning field for several years before deciding to return to school. He received his master's degree in personal financial planning from Texas Tech University, and uh, he's now a certified financial planner, also called a CFP, as well as an accredited financial counselor, or AFC. And he currently teaches at Utah Valley University in the financial planning program, covering financial counseling, and runs their on-campus Money Management Resource Center as well. He also serves on the Association for Financial Counseling and Planning Education Board of Directors, where he has served as treasurer and president, so he is really well-versed in the financial world. And Ryan has also spent a lot of time learning about client communication, financial psychology, habits, change, and everything else along those lines. And you can learn more about him and see more of his work on his website, ryanhlaw.com. But that's going to do it for today. Hope you have a great rest of your day and that you'll join me again tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.